So let's review. The previous Mishnah taught Mochaloi, Chut Mipachis Shava Pruta Bekaren, Enetzarch Leilach Acharav. If a person stole someone's item and the Nixel forgave the item, aside for a small portion worth less than one Pruta, the Gazan is not obligated to return this to the Nixel, but rather he keeps it until the Nixel claims it because there is no Gazela for less than one Pruta. The Gemara offers two versions of Rapapa's explanation of this halacha. Rapapa makes the following distinction. The Mishnah's ruling is limited to where the actual item no longer exists, and the Gazlan does not have to return the payment of Pachas Meshavah However, if the actual item does exist, the Gazlan must return the item to the owner even though he only owes him a portion of Pachas Meshavah out of concern that the item's value might increase and the portion will become worth Eshavah The second version, Regardless of whether the actual item exists or not, the Gazan does not have to return Pachas Meshavah And We need not be concerned that the item's value might increase. The Gemara proceeds with several related rulings and inquiries by Rava. If a person stole three bundles that were together worth three Prutas, and then their value decreased, and they are now worth only two prutas. Even if the Gazan already returned two bundles, he's still obligated to return the third bundle, even though it is currently not worth a pruta, because as Rashi explains, at the time of the theft, this item was worth a pruta. Rava asks, What is the halacha if he stole two bundles that were together worth one pruta, and he returned only one bundle? Does he need to return the second bundle or not? Do we say, The Goslin does not possess a Gizela of a Pruta anymore, and the Chiv HaShava was fulfilled? Or we say, The Goslin did not return the Gizela of a Pruta to the owner, and the Chiv HaShava was not fulfilled. The Gemara concludes, The Goslin is not obligated to return the second bundle. However, the Mitzvah is not fulfilled unless he does return it. Rava asks regarding the halacha in the Mishnah of Tzadivavam Abbas, Gazel Chametz Ba'avalava Pesach. Aymerlai Harishal Chalafanecha. If a person stole Chametz and over Pesach became Asabahana, forbidden in all benefits, and has no value, he may return the item as is to the owner. Nishbalav Mahu. What is the halacha if the Gazan swore falsely that he did not steal the Chametz and then Haida he admitted to the theft? Is he obligated in Chemesh Ba'ashim or not? Do we say, Hishwu is considered to be a denial of a monetary claim, because had the Chametz been stolen from the Gazan, Misham Kishas he would have to pay its original worth to the owner. Therefore, Chayv Bochemish Vashem. Or we say, Hishwu is not a denial of a monetary claim, because the Chametz currently has no value, and the Gazan can return it as is. Therefore, Pater Mechemish Vashem. The Gemara says, however, according to Rabbah, there is no question. Because he says in the following case, If someone claimed that a person stole his ox, the person responded, I did not steal it, but rather I was guarding it for you. And he was Nishbal Sheker and then Maida. He is liable for Chemish Vashem. Although his Shvu is not a denial of the actual ox from its owner, nevertheless he is Chayev. Since through the Shvu that he's a Shemer and not a Gazan, he would be exempt had the ox been lost or stolen. 
the Shavu is considered a denial of a minor, a monetary claim. And accordingly, regarding Chametz Bepesach, even though the Shavua was for an item that has no value, he is chayev, because kivin de'i mignev ba'yishlumi le'i Since that the Chametz would have been stolen from the Gazan, he would need to pay its original value, the Shavua is considered a denial of Mamayna. The Gemara, however, mentions a contradicting price regarding the same case of Sheri Genafta, Bo'en Meloi Genafti, Mativa Etzlacha, Shermechinim Anielav, Pater. He's exempt from Chaim Meshwa'ashim because the Pasuk states, Bechichishba. He denied the actual item, Prat Lemoidebe'ikr. This excludes one who admits to possession of the actual item, but denied it only regarding a possible future claim. The Gemara answers, the Brisa refers to a case of the Ka'amar Lehelech. The ox was at hand, and the owner was told to take it, in which case there is no possibility for Geneva. Therefore, the Shvu is not from Amayna. While Rab refers to a case of the Kaimah Ba'agam, the ox was away in the marsh, and the Gazman first needs to retrieve it, in which case there is a possibility for Geneva, therefore the Shvua was for Mamayna. The Gemara continues, Omer of Sheshus, HaKoifer B'Pikadin, Nasal of Gazlan V'chayv Ba'inzin. If a person was given an item to guard and he denied possession of the Pikadin, but he was not Nishbal HaShakar. He is considered a Gazlan in that he is now liable for the item even if it was accidentally lost or damaged. The Gemara supports this from a Brisa which states, V'chichish Ba, the word v'chichish in the Pasuk teaches that if a person only denied possession, he's liable for a punishment. This refers to a monetary punishment, as the Pasuk afterwards states, as Rashi explains, He becomes liable for the item from when he made the hakrasha until he returns the item to its owner. And accordingly, if he denies possession of the Pekadon, and Adam confirmed that the Pekadon was in his possession, he is disqualified to testify because a Gaslan is Pasal Edis. However, if the Pekadon was not in his possession but in the marsh, he is eligible to testify and he would be Potabo because he is not considered Gaslan. As he only meant to evade the owner to gain some time so that he can go and retrieve the item. And for this reason, Ravidi says, If a person denied a loan and Adam confirmed that he did owe the money, he is eligible to testify because he is now considered Gazan, as Rashi explains, He only meant to delay the milva to gain some time until he can repay the money.